following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? This is Mick Shots. Streaming live on DallasCowboys.com and the official Dallas Cowboys app. Now, here are Bill Jones, Everson Walls, and Mickey Spagnola. And it is Mick Shots on this Friday, the second Friday of the regular season for the Dallas Cowboys. I am Mickey Spagnola. Along with me, Everson Walls and Bill Jones will be joining us in a moment. You know, this is uh, 2020, Everson, and uh, technology, you know, sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't. Hey, that's okay. I, I love the fact that we can lower our expectations <laughs> during this COVID era. It, uh, it takes all the pressure off of everything that we do. So if you screw up, everybody's been through it. No yeah, problem. absolutely. And uh, the Cowboys, uh, it's a regeneration day Friday uh, for the team. He kind of, we talked about this last week, how uh, Mike McCarthy has traditionally flip-flopped the Friday-Saturday schedule where the Cowboys used to have their uh, Friday practice and a walkthrough on Saturday. Uh, Mike McCarthy prefers to have the walkthrough on Friday and do the light practice on Saturday to keep them more in game mode going into uh, Sunday. So uh, the Cowboys have already had what they call their mock game. Uh, and when he says mock game, Everson, it's basically the walkthrough, right? Okay, first team defense. Mm-hmm. Okay, first team nickel defense. Okay, punt return, and everybody does the walkthrough that's traditionally held on uh, Saturday. The, the, the bad part for us is we don't get a new uh, injury report tomorrow after the practice. So when they give out the status on Friday as the NFL uh, demands, uh, it, it's an estimation now for the Cowboys. You know, that used to hack me off when the Cowboys were playing the Packers and there were injuries, and we would get an estimation on Friday because they didn't practice. And then Saturday, you didn't know if they were going to update it or not. So uh, that's the situation the Cowboys are in. And, you know, they had three guys uh, that uh, did not practice uh, yesterday that we uh, certainly uh, weren't aware of, I think, uh, when we did the show. Uh, Tyrant okay. Smith, most notably, uh, with a neck injury. Uh, McCarthy said he mm-hmm. suffered it in uh, individual drills, and so he didn't work, and they're going to you know, have to wait and see probably till Sunday to see if he's uh, good to go. Amari Cooper didn't practice, uh, listed as a foot, but McCarthy and uh, yeah. Even Cowboys owner Jerry Jones seemed optimistic that he would be uh, he would be ready to go. So from an injury standpoint, uh, and then the other person that didn't practice yesterday, Alden Smith, and we talked about that. We knew that he uh, went to the dentist, so uh, he should be good to go. I don't know if he got hit in the mouth, but I think you know from a toothache, you can numb that sucker and play, right? Right, but if if hey, it ain't worth practice, okay? Right. I don't want to have to go to practice with with my tooth being so <laughs> uncomfortable. It's it's a few things that can take down a big man, uh, and take down a very talented man. Deion Sanders had to retire because of his toe. 
Right. If you recall. Yeah. Right. Yeah. The turf toe. And everyone comes up to me and goes, man, he could have played with a turf toe. Like, no, he can't. You know, it sounds very benign, but it's extremely painful. And it goes straight to the core of what an athlete needs. And for the most part, that's his feet. Yeah. Go, so, go try to do uh, something. Go, with, back. go try to do something without your big toe. Right. <laughs> Athletically. And you don't and, realize and, and it, but pain, that's your anchor and, and down then, there. And then pain that goes with it, not just to do it without the toe, but to inject pain while trying to use it. That's the other part of it that uh, is key. And when you start talking about the different practice schedules, that's very unusual for me to hear what McCarthy does. I don't know how many other uh, coaches do that, but uh, we were always accustomed to on Saturday, we're just messing around. You know, I mean, we knew exactly what to go through. The coaches would always uh, point out a situation to where, okay, this is where you're ready for one of their bread and butter moves, something that they always use, something that they always do. So you don't want to be beat by the obvious. So those are the things that you really go over. When I was uh, in New York, uh, you know, a little older, I was pushing 29, 30 years old. And Pepper Johnson, LT, Carl Banks, uh, Renee Thompson, Mark Collins. After the Saturday practice, which was just a walkthrough, uh, if it was a home game, we would get out there and play a all-out uh, touch football game. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we were going for it. One time, LT had me beat, and I, I clearly PI'd. I pushed him in the back. And because he was going for it as well. And boy, he was so mad at me. We almost got into a fight in the locker room. That's how intense those touch football games were. So it's funny that you mentioned how he changes the strategy. I didn't realize it, but while going to the Giants, my strategy changed individually because that those touch football games, you know, they were religious. They were definitely religious. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, that's kind of the Cowboys schedule and it'll play that first home game. And uh, still, uh, Jerry Jones said that uh, the attendance at AT&T Stadium for Sunday's noon kickoff against the Atlanta Falcons won't be determined until Saturday. Uh, so to me, that means they're going to sell tickets until they either hit the, the maximum they're allowed to allow in or just give people every chance to uh, continue uh, selling or buying tickets. And so this is going to be a little bit strange because you go from a stadium with nobody in it last Sunday in L.A. Uh, playing the, the Rams to a stadium now that has some uh, capacity. We don't know what it's going to be. Uh, they talked about it being 25%, but it's still going to have to be an eerie feeling with people spaced out like that. Uh, and it was kind of even strange last night if you watched the Thursday night game, right, with people kind of spaced out. That. Yeah. You know, and, and this is funny. So I remember, they I don't still, know. They it, still piped in the music, too. Yeah, they did. And I think they're allowed to do it to yeah. a certain level, even though you have fans in there. I remember turning TV on about a week or two ago, and it was uh, the Cubs were playing a home game against the Cardinals. And I looked, and, I, and my initial reaction was, wow, 
No one wanted to go to the Cubs game today, and then I remembered they're not allowed to be in there. You could see all you could see it, was it's empty hard seats. To get past all of that. Yeah, it really is hard to get past this narrative that we're in now. You know, uh, I, I you, you end up turning on the TV and you might see a, a throwback game, and there are fans at the game. You go, wow, you know, that's what I'm missing. You know, you just you just forget about that that what we took for granted. Uh, all those, all those, you know, months ago. So, yeah. Uh, in regards to what I saw last night, uh, which was a, a good game, by the way, uh, they piped in f- uh, fans cheering, as well as you know, you had the the regular fans there, but only six thousand. If I'm, if I'm, yeah, not I think mistaken. that's what it was. Yes. Uh, I couldn't see if uh, they had some type of a protocol in regards to. Uh, seats that were X'd out, you know, like you can't sit here or you do they have that? Is that what the Cowboys are going to be dealing with uh, in regards to uh, having those seats clearly visibly designated? Yeah, I, I don't know about that. What they were supposed to do is cover up the first eight rows of the stadiums ar- uh, surrounding okay. the stadium. So uh, and that was for uh, marketing purposes because they could put advertisement on the tarp over the seats, right? Uh, and then after <laughs> Might that, well take advantage of it, there, right? Jerry. Absolutely, Jerry. you got to try to make money some way, right? <laughs> and, and you know, and I, I and, and I thought of this today. Um, you know, there was some teams co- uh, or coaches complaining that some stadiums were going to have fans in them, others weren't, and they acted like it was a disadvantage. And, and I was thinking, hey. Remember the NFL. This is revenue sharing NFL, and the visiting team gets a cut of the home <laughs> attendance, right? So yes. don't be complaining because your club's going to make some money off the Cowboys no matter uh, how many people they put in there, right? It used to be 60 40. I don't know what it is now, uh, but the split used to be 60 40. So uh, that, that occurred yes, to me today. That's true, uh, 60 40. Yeah. So anyway, we got two uh, 0 2 teams coming into this uh, game, or 0 1 teams coming into the game, trying yes. to avo- mm-hmm. avoid 0 and 2, uh, which. Uh, uh, makes the percentages uh, pretty slim to, to climb out of that hole uh, so early in the season. But uh, from a, from the uh, Falcons' standpoint, from an injury uh, situation, uh, they, they got everybody excited yesterday when Julio Jones uh, 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 was uh, – he was listed as – let me make sure I get it right – limited uh, with a hamstring and evidently – uh, going into that, that last week of training camp, he did have some problems with his hamstring, and he uh, they they kept him out of practice uh, for a while. Uh, but he wasn't on the injury report going into the Seattle game, but he jumped up on it yesterday, uh, although uh, Dan Quinn kind of minimized it and said it's really not that serious. So it's probably one of those things where – Thursday's a real heavy day, and you go, okay, let's give him a break and then uh, get him back in here on, on Friday. So that's really their only uh, injury of note. Their starting center, Alex Mack, uh, did not practice, but it was not injury-related. So uh, they're in pretty good shape other than uh, a few backups. Uh, and we know the, cow- we know the Cowboys' situation. Uh, you know, yesterday, you know, without – uh, Tyron Smith at practice, so you got Terrence Steele uh, still at the right tackle, and my assumption is Brandon Knight, uh, who would be the next guy up, uh, w- would be at left tackle, and 
I think this would probably mean if if Tyron can't go, uh, Alex Light, who the uh, free agent tackle they signed uh, uh, um, early in the week, um, you know, he he's probably got to be active. Uh, one way or another, he probably has to be active. And remember, you want to keep eight offensive linemen active on Sunday uh, because uh, that allows you to keep 48 guys active instead of 46 if you have eight offensive linemen. So there's a good chance he has uh, he has a, a helmet on. Do we have Bill Jones now, Bill Jones? I am here. All right. William, Way how are you go. doing, sir? <laughs> I, felt, I felt like Joe Good Buck afternoon. saying Bill Jones will join issues. us in a moment, you know? <laughs> few technical issues with my phone, you know? We That's know okay. what you're usually, usually if you turn it off and turn it on, it fixes the problem. But in this case, I had to turn it off and turn it on twice. And <laughs> I fixed okay. the problem. You have been docked, you have been docked 20% of your pay for today. Twenty percent of zero is is still zero. <laughs> Matter of fact, I had to do that last what? night in the middle of the fourth quarter. I had to turn my TV off and turn it back on. It's like, come on, what are you doing? The game's just getting tight uh, here. But that happens, right? Really? Wow. Okay. Um, so is it about time for a break? Yeah, it really is. You can you got I, I just in time to get it to a break and come back and do the read. <laughs> All right, let's, let's do that. Let's take a break, and we've got a live read coming up next here on Mix Shots. Oh <laughs> hey there, Cowboys fans. With Tight Cleaners at-home pickup and delivery, cleaning your clothes has never been more convenient. Simply sign up at your local store, set out your dirty clothes, and one of our Tight Cleaners professionals will come directly to your home for a totally contactless experience. Your clean garments will be returned promptly the next scheduled delivery day, so skip the errand and enjoy life, not laundry. Visit TideCleaners.com or your local store to sign up for Tide Cleaners at home pickup and delivery today. Make the most of summer with Ford, America's best-selling brand during the Ford Summer Sales Event. With great offers on a huge selection of Ford SUVs and the largest selection of truck inventory to choose from. Get huge offers across the Ford lineup. So grab the family and head out. Ford's helping you make the most out of summer. It's easier now during the Ford Summer Sales Event. Based on 2019 calendar year total sales. Based on auto data compact and full-size stock inventory as of June 2020. Want to use what the pros use? How about the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys, Jack Black? Right now, you can get the Jack Black Starter, a curated collection of Cowboys locker room favorites for just 10 bucks with free shipping. The starter includes four Jack Black skincare favorites plus a full-sized intense therapy lip balm. Go to getjackblack.com slash cowboys and use the code word TEAMJB. That's getjackblack.com slash cowboys. The Jack Black Starter, 10 bucks, free shipping. I'm Jay Novacek, former tight end for the Dallas Cowboys. Back in the day, I was the guy who always got the tough yards, and that's why I run with John Deere today. In fact, I have a John Deere 3025E tractor that can handle any yard work I need to do, even the tough yards way out back. So if you have one acre or a thousand, John Deere has the equipment that's just right for you. Visit a John Deere dealer today and run with us. We are the official tractor provider of your Dallas Cowboys. Back, back, back to mixed shots. All 
Let Dallas Cowboys Rhythm and Blue entertain you with some of the best hip-hop talent in the area, whether it's the high-energy co-ed dance team or the dynamic drumline. Either can be booked to provide a unique and unforgettable experience for your virtual or in-person event. Visit DallasCowboys.com slash DCRB for more information or to book today. You know, every time I read that, whether it's the high-energy co Co-ed dance team. I always think that uh, of Mickey being on the co-ed dance team, the Dallas Cowboys <laughs> rhythm and blue. I think it, Mickey, you would add a lot. I think I think? would. I would too, and I'd surprise you with my moves <laughs> at my age. You know. Yes, you would surprise us. That is true. <laughs> Whatever you do would be a surprise. There you the, go. The, the problem with Mickey being on that team. The, is, is the, the name of it is, it appears you have to have rhythm. Dallas Cowboys rhythm and blue. I probably got the team, blue right? part down. I, I would be in the same boat. Yeah, that's right. All right. Well, we've got the Atlanta Falcons coming to town this weekend. And uh, we've got injury issues that, of course, you've already detailed. Uh, Mickey, how concerned are you on Tyron? I mean, and. And do you think it's just gonna it's gonna be one of those deals that? And I know you're you're not a doctor unless it's Fauci you portray on the right. show. That's <laughs> um, One of those deals where they test it out on uh, how he feels when he wakes up on Sunday morning, or what yeah, do you think? Yeah, I think they take it to Sunday. Um, I think that uh, you know he probably won't do well. They're not going to do anything today, uh, and he he did not right. uh, take take part in the walkthrough practice. Uh, Amari Cooper did, right. by the way. So Mike McCarthy uh, pointed that out. So, uh, you know, if he couldn't even do the walkthrough, uh, and I would imagine they hold him out Saturday and say, okay, let's see if we can get him to the game on Sunday, and then it's a uh, a, a Sunday decision. As, as, as Jerry said when he did his morning uh, interview on the radio, and his uh, Friday segment, when they were kind of peppering from that. He goes, yeah, you know what? I wouldn't mind telling you, but I really don't feel like telling the Atlanta Falcons, okay? <laughs> so <laughs> so, so uh, Jerry was playing the game, too. So we'll, we'll see where that one goes. But it is troubling. I mean, they had enough problems uh, with Tyron in there protecting Dak, and that's going to be a, a, a big... Uh, you know, a big part of the game, and and, 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 and last night only reminded me uh, of that the game in Atlanta when the Cowboys gave up what seven sacks or so, uh, because Adrian Claiborne's name came up. I think he was playing for the Cleveland Browns, maybe. Uh, and yeah, uh, he was. yeah, last night yeah, he did he got a something, sack last and I night said, early. "Oh, he's still playing." Yeah. I thought he made all his money <laughs> off of that game and retired. Mm-hmm. I, in fact, I tweeted after he did that. He just needs five more, and he'll have match his career high. <laughs> and then he got hurt, like, on the next series. So Yeah, yeah right. Yeah, that's you right. Know, I, that really, when you think about it, guys, you know, whenever Tyron uh, is, is, has problems, of course, it makes a big difference in the timing of everything that we do on offense. And with him not in the game, it's even more so uh, to where you can see the difference in everything we do as a team, especially if you're coming up against a defense that's uh, uh, has worth anything. If I recall, when we played the uh, Falcons last time, uh, their defense was not good at all. 
But that one guy came out and had that good game, and it made their defense look outstanding. So it lets you know how one person can make a difference in our uh, scheme offensively. That kind of concerns me a little bit. Uh, and even when you look at the other side, uh, I, I might be a bit encouraged if I'm the Cowboys because Julio Jones has that same effect with the Falcons. And so if you see him uh, uh, not at full strength, then that, that – and if he ends up not playing, I don't know. We'll see. Uh, maybe he could even uh, tweak it during the game uh, or you could see that he might not be at full strength. It, it totally takes – it totally changes – everything that you want to do on the defensive side for the Cowboys. So these are two, you know, injuries that uh, would, we should really keep an eye on because they can really change the balance uh, on these scales as far as this game is concerned. You know, and I think if that, if that does take place, I think the Cowboys have to make some sort of uh, adjustment to the offense. If you thought they didn't get the ball down the field much in this game against the Rams, uh, I would think this has to be quick passes, get the ball out of Dak's hands, uh, maybe a little yep. bit more screens, smoke screens to the wide receiver. You just don't want him hanging on to the ball and uh, put, put uh, those guys in a tight situation. But you know what? When you go back and look at it, and you know, I thought they were just giving kind of lip service to uh, Terrence Steele's performance, uh, but he, he kind of held up. There was a couple plays. And, and, and that's going to happen, right? Uh, but, you know, the run game, I, I, I thought he did fine. And, and, and the more I watched, the more I saw here was the problem. And, and, it, and, yes, it was Aaron Donald, but it wasn't all Aaron Donald. A lot of times what uh, the Rams were doing is they were attacking Joe Looney. They were going right after him with brockers. Uh, and, and he wouldn't even line up over him. He was lined up over Connor Williams, and he would make a beeline to hit uh, Joe Looney. And a couple times he hit him, and he and he pushed him right into uh, Zach Martin, and, and and caused him to get pushed off balance. And then Aaron Donald broke through uh, to to mess up a play, and they did it a couple times. And I said, oh, so that's what they're trying to do. Uh, so. You know it's a copycat league, and, and, and you know teams will try to find the soft spot. Um, so, and the one time I thought uh, Connor Williams got beat by Aaron Donald, oh, he's doing his interview mm -hmm. right now. I see him on the screen, so I'm multitasking <laughs> again. Uh, he didn't there get, you go. <laughs> he didn't get beat when he went back to, 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 pass, to set up for his pass block. He tripped over Joe Looney's foot. Joe Looney's foot was right in his way. Uh, so uh, you've got to better keep an eye on that. So when we talk about, okay, there's a sub over there, there's a sub over there, uh, the left guard's coming back from ACL surgery. Well, the center didn't play center last year. He was a guard. Uh, he was the backup center, but he only got the couple handful of snaps uh, in, in, in mop-up time. The majority of the key snaps he played was at guard, so he really hadn't played a game at center uh, since 2018 when he took over for Travis Frederick. You know, to me, Spags, there are certain teams uh, that kind of flip the script on you, and I think the Falcons are one of those. Uh, I think that their defense clearly feeds off of their offense. Uh, I think if we don't contain 
uh, that passing game, if we don't contain that running game with Gurley, uh, then that's what really feeds that entire team. And of course, you won't have a bunch of fans there or anything like that. So it kind of negates your home field advantage just a bit. But just in regards to uh, what kind of pace their defense might play with really depends on what kind of uh, assistance uh, our uh, uh, defense gives us as Cowboys. Because let's face it, uh, they, they fed off of the offense the last time we played them. And this time, you saw last week, the Falcons offense, they had over 500 yards. I mentioned it yesterday. This is going to be a track meet. And if you can't keep up, we could, we could easily get, get blown out of this game uh, just based on how good their offense is. And, and to be frank, how inept our defense has, has, has been shown to be. So we got to be careful. We really let, me, do. let me ask you about the defense. And uh, in particular, you know, there was something interesting that Mike McCarthy mentioned yesterday in his press conference about uh, – the number of defensive backs the Cowboys have on the roster. You know, it's an old cliche in the NFL. You never can have enough cornerbacks. You never can have enough DBs. But what you're really seeing in the NFL now, and he was alluding to this, are the teams are playing more defensive backs. And I'm wondering what the Cowboys might do with what's going on at linebacker with this team. Uh, now, obviously, especially in the case against Atlanta with Gurley back there, you've got to respect the run. You've got to be able to play the run. But I wonder if, there, if the Cowboys might be leaning towards using more DBs uh, than uh, we've seen in the past, and that might be one of the ways that they can offset the loss even of the linebackers if you've got some, uh, some DBs who can play, play more nickel, more dime. And one of the reasons I bring it up, which team – which was the best defensive team in the National Football League last year? The, the Patriots. Exactly. The Patriots had the best defense in the league. They ranked first in points given up, only given up 225 yards given up. Most importantly, they were second in the league in takeaways, and they had 25 interceptions last year. I looked at the snap count. I wasn't able to look at the game. I watched the game as it aired locally here, uh, the New England-Miami game. But I'm just looking at their roster and looking at the the strength of that defense is their defensive backfield, no question. I mean, they've got some players back there. But if you look at their snap counts, I did the math on it, and in that game against Miami last week, they had a total of 365 snaps from the defensive backs on 62 plays. That averages out to 5.9 defensive backs on the field per play. So they are averaging having six defensive backs on the field. And I'm wondering if that's sort of – if maybe some of the other teams in the league have studied New England and, and you know, it's kind of the trickle-up effect from college football to the NFL with these offenses, you need more DBs on the field. Uh, it, it's the old – we've saw, seen it in the Big 12 for the last 20 years now, and it's why Big 12 teams can't compete now when they get on the national level against Alabama or Clemson because they have to recruit so many DBs. But I'm wondering if the Cowboys may be leaning that way. That's interesting. You bring up Belichick. Um, of course, we did that in the Super Bowl uh, against uh, Jim Kelly and the Buffalo Bills. Uh, we had all linebackers and we had all DBs in the game for the most part. But of course, that offense depicted us to do that. But when you think about 
some of the, the, the offenses in the NFL, uh, you can't do it against every team. Some right. teams, are, some of them are just traditional uh, NFL teams. They, they have big linemen in the game. They're going to pound you if you bring in DBs. It's just, you know, you depict what, what, how you want it. You want it hard, you want it soft. And it's dictated by how a game plays out, too. Now, no that, doubt, in Bill. In that game, New England had the lead on Miami, so Miami's playing from behind. Uh, but still, it's pretty rare that you're going to do your dime defense that much during a game where you're averaging over the course of a game having six DBs on the field uh, every play. Well, well what you're looking at you. is, and you talked about it, you, what you're looking at is you're looking at offenses that are coming out with uh, nimble tight ends, and, of course, the, 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 the number of wide receivers, they see that their offense has opened up. So, once again, it's because of what the offenses are starting to do. And, and as you said, coming and being influenced by the college ranks. Yeah. You know, I don't know if this will surprise you, but I don't think the Cowboys took more than five snaps not in their nickel defense. They were in nickel defense right. as basically their base defense. And I just counted it up, Bill. Uh, there are six DBs that played in the game. They totaled 276 snaps, and there were 73 snaps on defense uh, total uh, that the Rams ran offensively, and and so the they they rarely, you know, and if they had a third linebacker on the field, then it was usually Alden Smith, and they had four down linemen to go with that. So they really what in a three three four they were basically. Uh, playing him as a strong side linebacker, and a couple times they did it with Dorrance Armstrong. So uh, that's but, right. But that's right. see, and and, 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 and so now way, I Cowboys... don't know if that was a problem stopping the run, and that's why everybody thinks immediately Jordan Lewis is going to start in the slot. Well, do you want him having to play the run a lot at five nine yeah. or whatever he is, five ten maybe? Right. Uh, you got to be careful and, and on that. To compare. Uh, to compare Dallas, I, I did the n numbers on Dallas, and the Cowboys average 4.8 defensive backs on the field per play, and the Patriots were 5.9. So, And the thing about that is, when you look, the DBs were making a lot of the tackles on running plays. Unfortunately, That was they not good. Our safeties. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it wasn't just that the number of DBs on there, they were making it 10 yards down the field. That was a very uncomfortable uh, sight because when you, when you have your free safety making a bunch of tackles and they were doing such a good job because they had to, uh, that's, that's a little disconcerting in regards to your run defense. So anyway, that's something I'm going to study as the, as the year goes along and just see uh, how teams are playing at their DBs and so forth uh, as we go along. And I'm looking at the, the Dolphins ran the ball a total of 22 times against the Patriots in that game. They, you know, of course, they got Jordan Howard and uh, Matt Breida now as their backs in Miami. Anyway, all right, let's make the, our picks, our picks to click, and who's going to win between the Cowboys and Falcons when we come back on mixed shots in just a moment. Hey there, Cowboys fans. With Tide Cleaners at-home pickup and delivery, cleaning your clothes has never been more convenient. Simply sign up at your local store, set out your dirty clothes, and one of our Tide Cleaners professionals will come directly to your home for a totally contactless experience. Your clean garments will be returned promptly the next scheduled delivery day, so skip the errand and enjoy life, not laundry. Visit TideCleaners.com or your local store to sign up for Tide Cleaners at-home pickup and delivery today. 
Since 1865, Stetson hats are American-made with pride right here in Texas. And Stetson is proud to be on the field with America's team. Want to show your Texas and team pride, too? You can. By purchasing your own Stetson, you can look just like how the flag guys do on field at every home game. Stetson hats, the official crown of all self-respecting cowboys and your favorite football team. Get yours today at shop.dallascowboys.com or at stetson.com. What do you call a group of grown men and women who get together every week, proudly wearing the star, to share a three-hour-long ritual of cheering, shouting at the TV, and raising their Miller light together while yelling, how about them boys? You call it Miller Time and Cowboys Nation. Here's to the only beer of the Cowboys celebrating 60 years of greatness. Here's to the original light beer. It's Miller Time. Celebrate responsibly. 2020 Miller Brewing Company, Fort Worth, Texas. Hey, Cowboys fans, ready to spice up your next watch party? Bring Yokiero guacamole and be the game day hero. Yokiero means I want, and we know you want, great, fresh-tasting, ready-to-serve guacamole for your home-gating and tailgating events. Made with real avocados and the perfect blend of spices, it will be the star of any party. You can find us at your local Albertsons or Tom Thumb in the deli section. If you can't find it, talk to your store manager and tell them, Yokiero, Yokiero guacamole. Back, back, back to Mick Shots. Celebrating styles and design worn by players and coaches over the last 60 years, the Dallas Cowboys Pro Shop introduces New Era 1960 Headwear Collection. Find the full assortment at your nearest Cowboys Pro Shop and on shop.dallascowboys.com. All right, very good. All right, it's time to get you ready for Cowboys and Falcons, and uh, we make our predictions here. Mickey, we've what we say, 25% of capacity at AT&T Stadium. We determined it's around 22.5, is that right? Yeah, I believe that's what we said, and I haven't seen anything to change that. And uh, Jerry Jones basically said this morning that they would determine uh, the capacity once they uh, – get to some point on Saturday. So that means they're still selling uh, the single game ticket to the Falcons game for Sunday's noon start. I think if there, this, uh, there are six games where in the NFL where fans have been in the stands. Last night in Cleveland, they had, what, around 6,000 fans. You know, just watch it on television. It just helps to have even just 6,000 fans in the stands like in last night's game. It kind of kind of looks like a preseason game in, in the stands. You know, a lot of preseason games look like have that smattering of fans in the stands. It just it helps me psychologically watching the games when there are some fans at least in the stands. What okay, what's uh, the over under? Let's say the over under is 20,000 on fans. So are they is it going to be over or under? What do you think? I'm going to go slightly over. Okay. What do you think? I'm going, o- I'm going over as well. You're talking, what, 90,000, right, capacity? Yeah, yeah I'm yeah. going over. And t- yeah, 22.5 is 25%. So I'm I'll going go, over. I'll go over, too. I think it'll be right around that 22,000. Jerry will not let, will let us go under. It's no way Jerry Jones will let us go under on that. No way. He'll bring the neighborhood, right? Okay. Come on, let's go to the game. <laughs> That's right. All right. You want to go, you want to go around the horn on these picks? Let me start picks with this. Click yeah, let me see if this game? changes your mind, okay? okay? Uh, I did some really okay. hard research today. I, I read the Atlanta <laughs> Constitution. 
the Falcons have never started 0-2 with Matt Ryan at quarterback. And that goes back to uh, 2007. I guess he took over in 2008. Uh, they also figured out since 2007, 100 teams have started 0-2. 12 made the playoffs. Uh, 10 had winning records. And I continued to look, and I noticed that only two teams uh, kind of in this era, I guess since Jerry bought the team, only two teams has won the Super Bowl starting 0-2. And, and it was the New York Giants and the Dallas Cowboys, as we know, in Dallas 1993. Cowboys. And it's out. The right. last time That's the right. Cowboys were 0-2 was 2010. They finished 6-10. and the two times before that, 2001 and 2000, 5 and 11, and 5 and 11. And during uh, ever since time, 0 and 2, obviously in 1989, 1 and 15, and then 63, they finished 4 and 10, and we know what happened in 1960. But here was the amazing stat, and I had forgotten this. They have gone 17 straight years from 1965 to 90 to 81, winning the season opener. Winning the season opener. They lost it in 82, and then four more times. So they went 21 of 22 years winning the season opener. How about that? That's the the, the home opener. The, no, the season opener. Or season opener. Yeah. Season opener. Season, season opener. opener. All right. So having well, said that, okay, that <laughs> are we picking the game or the pick? To, are we picking pick to click first? Uh, let's let's do. Uh, we got five minutes left here. Uh, okay. Let's do let's do picks to click first. How's that? Did I win last week? Who wants it, to give it a go first? Did I win last week with Ezekiel Elliott? Um. I'm trying. I had Demarcus Lawrence, so I lost. I believe I won with Michael Gallup. Okay, just by default. Oh, that's right. I'm going to give you the pass. Michael, yeah, right? I'm going to give. I'm going to give. That's right. You're going to give me the pass. Yeah. So here on mix shots, the Cowboys are one and zero. Yeah. Okay. Right. So uh, so Mickey, you got you've got the tee box. If you yes. think you won last week, you've got the tee box. So you go first. My pick to click is going to be Greg Zerline. Whoa. Okay. okay. <laughs> Greg Zerline. How many field goals for him? He's going to kick five field goals, and I'll just give you my pick right now. The Cowboys will win twenty-three. To 22. Oh, okay. Wait a second. Unstable. He's going to kick five field goals. So they're going to There's a touchdown is, and is a two point a conversion. Touchdown and two point conversion. That's right. What was the final score again? 23 22. 23 22. Okay. So when's the two point conversion going to happen? Is it going to be like on the final play to win the game? A walk off? He decides to go for the two-point conversion and not overtime? That's right. It's going to be a, a, a reversal of the Jets game from last year when they were trying to tie it to go into overtime. Yeah. <laughs> but that Jets right. game, you will never forget that Jets game. No, Let I will not. Go, it cost them going oh to the playoffs. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Everson, who's, who's your pick to click? Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to copy Spags from last week. Uh, Zeke did a damn good job last week. I think he's going to continue to run his butt off. Uh, 
I don't think the, the Falcons will be able to, to handle him as they did last time. Uh, he looks in great shape. He looks in great shape, and his, his vision, I think, is just going to be amazing. Uh, score, uh, I'm going to go uh, a few field goals, but uh, I think this is going to be a track meet, like I said, 31 to 38 Cowboys. Wow, that is a track meet. All right, 38-31, Cowboys win. All right, I am going to go with my pick to click in his first home game as a Dallas Cowboy. (laughs) That would be, who do you think I'm going with? C.D. Lamb. Coach? Coach McCarthy. With Trayvon Diggs. What about Trayvon Diggs? He's matched up against these Alabama guys. Hey, isn't, what, isn't that a better storyline? Guess what? They got a rookie corner starting what? two. AJ Terrell yeah, picked one you. slot ahead of CD Lamb. Okay, and so that tells me that CD's going to be playing with a chip on his shoulder. And so CD <laughs> Lamb is my pick to click against these Atlanta Falcons. I could hear Boomer Sooner playing in the background. <laughs> oh, wait a second. I got it. Oh, where is my – let me see how mobile I am here. I got uh, – Oh, no. Okay, hold He's on a second. Falling. Just a second. I'll be right back. He's turning Oh, he sideways. said, I'll be right back. Oh, my I'll God. I'll be right back. So this is going to be good. Two teams with starting uh, rookie corners and having to go up against pretty hey, by good the receivers. Way, by the way. Uh, a side note from for my uh, uh, my pick is uh, all right. There I you think, go. I there think you go. I think uh, Diggs is going to get a pick. I do. Get that <laughs> out of here. C D Lamb. <laughs> C D Lamb is my pick to click. Here you go. Oh, <laughs> that thing's going to tip you like over. It? All right. <laughs> By the way, I was there I'm when that thing tipped scooter. over in the Orange Bowl. You better be glad I like OU. You better be glad I like OU. Otherwise, I'll be clowning you right now, Bill. All right. I love so OU. I love OU. So I've got the Cowboys winning behind C.D. Lambs, three touchdowns. Three. Um, let's go. Let's go <laughs> 31 to 20. Cowboys win. There you go. Hey, I want to mention a side note. A side note. I believe that Diggs is going to get an interception. Uh, in the ball game, I don't know how what he's going to give up, but I believe he's going to get his first interception of his NFL career. All right, there you go. So it's a day for rookies in front of 22,000 fans on Sunday at AT&T Stadium. The Cowboys need to win this game. We'll be back to wrap it up on Monday. Mickey, where are you going to be watching the game from? Uh, AT&T Stadium press box. All right. Very oh, good. nice. All right. Come on along. Okay. We'll see you on Monday. Enjoy the game, everybody, and we'll wrap up a Cowboys win on on Monday. All right. See you later. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!